Raging Bliss podcast. Today is episode 30. It's kind of a, a, a small landmark or a milestone for us, I guess, right? Um, but I want to start off with uh, talking about Cain Velasquez, uh, the former uh, UFC champion and WWE. I think he was a champion WWE also. I know we don't cover... Uh, contact like or like mixed martial arts or boxing or whatever very much we are fans of it but Cain Velasquez if for those of you who aren't familiar is in jail in uh, Santa Clara County San Jose area in California and it's for doing something that we all as parents as adults as men as women have said we would do if we were ever in his position and that position being <clears throat> He had. They're, they're saying a relative, a close relative of his. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing it was probably his daughter. It's a female, four year old relative. They won't give specifics, which I get. I understand. It's his son, by the way. Oh, it was, it was four year, his four year old son. Oh, it was a boy. Okay. Well, so for those of you that don't know, he was being babysat at um, uh, what do you like a. What do you call those houses? Like a, a, a private sitter? Yeah, it was a daycare, but a it's, daycare, a, it's an in-home daycare. And, 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 and did you see the home? It's $2.4 million. It's like a, a, it's a mansion. It's got a, a full-size playground in the back and a baseball diamond built into the back. Like this is like a kid's paradise for a daycare center. They were licensed and everything. It wasn't the daycare lady or her husband that did this. It was the son who was in his 40s. I guess he had, 43. he had to move back home with his mom and stuff. Well, they arrested him, and they said that for the last year and up up to 100 times he's been touching. As far as I'm aware, I've only heard about this one child in, 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 as being a close relative to Cain Velasquez. Could it be more? Absolutely. They um, said that there's suggestions of more. Okay. Damn, this fuck man so long story short um this this piece of alleged no he was arrested but they, he hasn't been tried and, and 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 prosecuted but this piece of shit was touching little kids like let's just call it what it is and we've all had that discussion or, or said oh man if that ever happened to my kid or if i witnessed it to any kid it's off with that person's head I don't know how much what words we can use on this podcast because it is YouTube, but you you know it's lights out eternally for whoever I were to catch doing that, especially to my own. There's um they say bullets don't have a name, but oh all of them would have a name. Um and so he followed them. He followed the 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 the, the guy got picked up the molester alleged molester. By his stepdad, and I thought it was the mom, but I'm hearing it's a sister now. Well, Cain followed him for over 11 miles through different little uh, sub-cities in, in the Bay Area, in Santa, Santa Clara um, County. And, and, and he was driving a big F3 or F250 pickup and started ramming them off the road and started firing shots from his truck into their vehicle, hitting the stepfather. I don't think the the, the, the target that he was aiming at ever got hit, but... He got later was arrested and he's in jail. He was denied bail at his bail hearing on Monday, and you know what? I I want to sh send full support for Cain Velasquez. I um, I think more people than not are standing with you. I know you probably will never hear this, but if you ever do, man, you did exactly what we all said we would do, 
and I salute you for that. Um, Joe Rogan actually discussed this because Joe Rogan is obviously the UFC commentator is huge with mixed martial arts, friend of Kane, and he said the only thing that he wishes he would have done different was round the truck, pulled this guy out by you know by and, and beat him to death with his hands. Like that would have been fitting. Like not only is it are you t- doing that to little kids, like yeah. See, my only thing is, um, and so from what I've what I'm reading is. The mom and the stepdad were both in the vehicle. Yeah. Okay, so it wasn't the sister. See, that's what I heard the first time. It was the mom and stepdad. Yeah, so my only... And they're just as much at fault, too, in a sense, for... They bailed him out and let him go back to the house. And their license was um, suspended because of all this. But go ahead, Big. Yeah, so my big thing is, one, he shouldn't have been back out. No. And it was against... Um, the prosecutors didn't want him out, but the judge allowed him to go out. And he was on his way to get his ankle monitor put on, I guess, is the story. Yeah. Um, my only thing is exactly what Joe Rogan said. He shouldn't have been, shouldn't have shot into a vehicle where there was other people. Other people on the road, too. Yeah. And, and supposedly the shooting happened near a school also. Oh, fuck. So those are my big negatives. Yeah. Like, but But my thing is, as a parent... You're not thinking yeah. about you, you when you hear those things and you see those things. You, I can only imagine you go into that tunnel vision, blacked out, like ready to just. Yeah. I mean, he, he blacked out enough to where he was ramming a vehicle, like on the freeway, back, whatever, and shooting. You know, and it's all it's a legal registered firearm to him. He's 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 a millionaire. I don't know how many millions he has, but he is a millionaire. He's a an accomplished MMA legend. Even was a big name on WWE, and that's another thing. Do you think this this piece of shit knew that the kid he was one of the kids was Kane's kid? Because don't you think that would kind of put a damper on things? Like I, I I don't know. I can't put myself in that position because I'm not fucked up in the head like that guy is, and, and to do shit like that. Yeah. But you would think that he'd be like, uh, yeah, not that kid. <laughs> you know, like, and, and I'm not laughing. I apologize. It's not a, it's not a jokey matter at all, but. The, the the irony is or would have been if he would have pulled him out and, and, and see so that's that's my put only... him in a figure you know four or whatever figure fold or whatever that holds called yeah like that that was my only thing is like because there you can't I can't you can't say for sure right at this point whether or not the mom and stepdad knew anything yeah well he they bailed him out. So they, well, yeah. they knew they knew that that he got arrested because sorry they they came and interviewed him in the home and arrested him from the home when they did arrest him yeah and so the parents were made aware they got their license suspended so they know what the accusations are yeah I know but what I'm saying is like I'm talking about free so got, like, oh got you like yeah mm-hmm. they know what he did now mm-hmm. and I don't know as a parent if I would go bail my kid out not for that I don't, you know think, I don't I mean? think I could. But it's like, so I can't speak to why they yeah. bailed him out or whatever. But what I'm saying is, there's no, unless you can prove that both those people knew what was happening to your son, mm-hmm. I think putting them in harm's way was the only, the only negative. The only negative that I can see. Well, then again, but bailing him out and then let, and then obviously they were giving him a ride to his ankle monitor. He was living back at that place with them. Yeah. So they kind of like, and maybe they didn't condone what he was doing, but it, it kind of seems like that. And as a, as a parent that's in a fit of rage. Yeah. You know, then you're not, you don't give a fuck. You're like, really? Okay. If 
okay, you guys may not have known about it, but you bailed him out and you let him move back in. So fuck you. Fuck you. My yeah. kid was my kid was supposed to be in your care. How if you didn't know about it, how were they isolated from you to even be in that position with your son? That especially that many times. Especially since he's not the licensed one. You're supposed to be keeping an eye. Even if even if he wasn't doing anything wrong and you said, Hey, I'm gonna can you watch them while I go upstairs? You legally you're not supposed to do that. That's your job. So and, and that many times with that many kids like, let's be real. They said up to 100, and you said... Because I haven't read that updated article. I read one Monday, I believe. But that just means that... Yeah, this one was written yesterday. He was left alone with some kids if if the parents didn't know about it or they knew about it. You feel me? Yeah, so what I'm thinking, and then speculation, is because right here it says that the, the kid, Cain Velasquez's kid, said that um, the dude's name is Harry... Gularte? Yeah. Something like that, however you pronounce the last name, um, would take him to the bathroom. And so what I'm assuming, which happens all the time, is person runs daycare mm-hmm. and then has family members be their assistant. Gotcha. And so she probably was like, hey, take this kid to the bathroom. And Or the kid would be like, hey, I got to go to the bathroom. And this guy would be like, yep, I'll take you. Wow, dude. Poor fucking blessing. So the mom are. probably... And I, I'm just, like I said, I'm speculating. I'm trying to see it from all angles. It could be a devil's advocate, yeah. It doesn't matter. And the mom's probably, oh, he's just helping me out. He lives here. Well, yeah, it's a boy taking, a man taking a boy to the bathroom instead of a female. You, you, I, there's all kinds of ways to look at that, but... There's no... And from his perspective, Harry, there is no way to look at this shit. No, absolutely not. That motherfucker needs to be on a t-shirt for somebody. And actually, you shouldn't even be on a t-shirt for somebody. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, Oh, yeah, no. Uh, d- 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 if they don't... So, Putting somebody on t-shirts, killing them. You know, like, you lose someone, you gotta print it on your t-shirt and wear it at the memorial. This motherfucker, he doesn't even deserve to be put on a t-shirt and, and, and you know, recognized like that. There's no RIP, it's rest and piss for somebody like that. But, that's fucking wild. But again, Kane, you have our full support. You got my, like, everybody I I know that knows about this is show nothing but support. And, and... I mean, uh, shout out to 1090Jake EOS on his YouTube channels where I get a lot of this info from too. He did a really in-depth um, video about it. You guys should go check it out. It's really good. His videos are really good. If you um, happen to, tell him in the comments that the Big and Blizz podcast sent you. But um, like he was saying, he's probably, if, 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 I mean, I don't, I don't see a jury of 12 peers because you know he's going to take the box if, if, they char- if they carry the charges over, right? Yeah. I don't see a jury of 12 I don't. I don't. I just don't see. They might. They're not going to get him for. I don't see them charge like uh, finding him guilty of attempted murder in this that, and the third. They might find him guilty of like negligence, uh, 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 opening fire into a, a inhabited vehicle or you know dwelling yeah. charge. But if he does have to do time behind bars, oh, this dude's good. He's good. First off, he's he's Latino. He's Mexican. In in, in the he's probably going to go to Pelican Bay or Delano or Chino. Um, He'll be good. He's a fucking... He's a, tr- a tried and true fighter. They might test him, but they're not going to win those battles. I, I just don't think they will, though. I think he's going to go in and get utmost respect, especially for why he's in there. I think that he'll be able to walk the yard without having to pick a side, and, and he'll be protected by all. I think they're going to look at him as like a hero for doing what, you know... Needed, oh, yeah. Trying to do what needed to be done. So, the only negative that I see on it, I, I guess like you're saying about the... Hitting the wrong person... 
not making sure you did it all of you know saw it all the way through and made sure it was done right but the other negative was not killing him oh 100% so I mean I don't know how this is gonna sound to the YouTube cronies that you know if this gets reported or not but at this moment I, I'm standing on my word with this one oh yeah no man deserves to be pushing up daisies right and if there's anybody I, I know that we don't have a huge following right now but if there's anybody that knows of uh, a GoFundMe even though he probably doesn't need it or there whatever. Is one, actually. Is there? Yeah. I'll say pin it in the comments and uh or put it in the comments, we'll pin it and see if we can get something. Because GoFundMe, you can't legally they won't let you uh it's against the rules to 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 try to get money for legal fees. You can't. So it's gotta be for something else, for the kids, for therapy or something. And yeah, he's got money, but at the same time, he's probably gonna use a lot of his money fighting this case with attorneys and stuff. And actually, he the attorney he got, I just heard uh it's a huge name attorney. Like he's he's a, a an attorney that is for like all the athletes and celebrities and like the biggest one in California. So, oh, so re recently, GoFundMe has closed two yeah. different fundraisers established to cover his expenses. Yeah, because you can't. That's part of their their stipulations. It can't be for legal fees. Let me see if I can find his attorney. So yeah, so they've <clears throat> shut down. I don't know if. He probably hasn't started them, or you know what I mean. It's probably been like, um, yeah. So at least it says at least two. This is a USA Today thing. The free cane movement has grown across a bunch of social media platforms, but GoFundMe has now shut down at least two campaigns because uh, it's a violation of their terms of service. Yeah, we can confirm. Um, that two fundraisers were removed and all donors have been refunded. GoFundMe prohibits raising money for legal defense of a violent crime. Oh, well, yeah. So Dana White, along with a bunch of other big-name people, have written letters in his support. Listen to this, though. Judge involved in Cain Velasquez's attempted murder case seeks protection. One of judges in Cain Velasquez's case voices concerns over safety and requests protection like you denied this man's bail like he's not a threat to the fucking community he was a threat to one person yeah some people got hit in, in the crossfire he's a threat to one person but this is what this in his so he's got a celebrity attorney by the name of where is it i just saw it um mark uh garagos but he's disgusted by the denial of bail which check this out big how are you? How is a judge gonna fucking approve bail for this piece of shit? That's a, a definitely a threat to the community and children, and then deny bail to this man who's not a threat to the community. He was a threat to one man who violated not only his but probably many other people's kids. That's that's our fucking justice system. Let's let this chomo bail out. That's cool. This guy that was def you know defending his kid and other kids. No bell for you. Fuck out of here with that shit, man. That shit's wild. So a lot. So this says a large group of vocal supporters showed up to the Santa Clara County Hall um, for his for both of his court appearances. Uh, notable fighters showed up. Um, I'm sure the Diaz brothers were there. They're from Stockton, which is an hour away. And so um, during his arraignment on Monday, which he was denied bail, supporters lined the courtroom. 
and even at one point were given a warning following an outburst chanting free Kane. And free is free Kane. It's free Kane until this man's free. Ah, it's terrible, man. It's terrible. And, you know, best of luck, Kane, and, and well wishes. And, um, man, like, fuck, to your your family. Like, this isn't something that just affects his son. I mean, it affects his son the most, but obviously yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's a spider web or a, it's a whip. Well, as a parent, the who, ripple effect. It's, you can't trust anybody ever again. No, you won't. Ever again. No, and the kid's not going to trust any male figures, you know? But at least that kid will know that his dad rode the fuck out for him until the wheels literally fell off. You feel me? Facts. And that's the thing is it's like... This man could have hired somebody to do it. He has the money to do it, especially down in San Jose. He could have hired somebody, probably five, ten Gs maybe. And he went out there and was like, nah, fam, it's me. I want this. That's a real motherfucker. You talk about real. That's as real as real gets. Facts. Like, so I salute this man. Like, you know, being a gangster is not gangster. Taking care of your kids and being a family man, that's real gangster. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's just a use of a word, you know, not to the, the normal way it's used. But what he did was was something different. Like, I, I respect the fuck out of it. But I think we need to transition now. Salute to Kane. It's free Kane. Uh, but um, what did you want to get into? We've got a, a few... Big topics. Um, I mean, the big topic, uh, MLB will have a full season. Yeah. Full 162. Um, after 99 days, I think the lockout was. Yeah. I think, I think that's what I saw. They salvaged the season, though. That's what's up. The season will officially start on April 7th. It will be opening day, I believe. April 7th? Yeah. Okay. So that means, which is tough because it's, March 11th, so dude's got to start showing up to training camp, like, now. Yeah. yeah. Because the pitchers and the catchers were supposed to report a month ago. Yeah, and they weren't allowed, nobody was allowed to meet with anybody, you know, I mean, you can't if you're your friend, like, you can do it behind, like, in your backyard and shit. No, dude, there was a, so, I, I don't know, did I tell you this? Where there was, there's a brother who's a minor league manager. You didn't tell me this. Okay, so brother was minor league manager. Mm-hmm. Other brothers, a major league player, mm-hmm. they were specifically told that they were not allowed to even be at each other's houses or anything because it could be looked as collusion. Holy shit! Are they for the same the same organization? No. Damn. That's like tough. so, we and like ninety nine days. If you think back, like that's like Christmas. Like they yeah. weren't allowed to have Christmas together. That's fucking crazy. Or they could have both been fined for collusion. They got to do it over Zoom and shit. No, like they can't even have conversations I'm, like no, that. No, I'm joking. I know, but I mean, yeah. like, like that's they legit. Tough. I'm like, that's like that's tough. Okay, I'm like, dude's minor league manager. He doesn't have any pull in the organization. Yeah, like, come on. Like, if your brother was like the dude negotiating on the the MLB side, yeah, I I could I guess I could see it. Yeah, but that's like, rough. dude's a minor league manager. This dude literally has no pull. Like, but um, so yeah, we're seeing. I mean, we're gonna see lots of changes. Um, new minimum salary. It's, a, it's a, but it's only five years. So five years from now, we can be talking about the same shit. shit. And it seems like every time they're up for negotiations, there's a lockout with the MLB. Yeah, it, it's rarely. I I mean, rarely do they figure it out before. Yeah, it, it's. It makes... And the crazy thing is, which, uh, which a lot of people might not know, 
is that the owners initiated this lockout because the owners could have said, okay, until we can sign the new one, mm-hmm. we can operate under the old rules. Yeah. But the owners were like, nah, fam, we ain't doing that. Yeah, because they wanted it their way. Oh, you're not going to give in to us? Well, fuck it. And so... But they're um, really lo- they, they're, it's like playing poker. They, they, they're going to lose money by missing games. You feel me? Oh, yeah. The owners, you know, ticket sales, concessions, parking, every fucking thing. The, your television rights and all that. Oh, yeah. So you're playing poker, you're playing chicken, and, you know, I don't know, it's wild. So uh, league minimum will now be 700000 and it'll increase twenty thousand a year over the five years. What was it before? Do you know? Like six okay. ten, I believe, is what it was. Gotcha. Um, and then now there'll be it's called a pre-arbitration bonus pool because for people that understand, is arbitration is when a team and a player can't find figure can't out. figure out what's going on, so they have to bring in someone in the middle to figure out the contract. Mm-hmm. And for people that aren't free agent eligible. They have to do this. Yeah. And so there's going to be $50 million that will be distributed to the top 100 players based on awards and st- statistical performances. So, I mean, that'll be cool for the guys who don't make much. Like it says right here, um, NL Cy Young winner this year, Corbin Burns, only made, si- oh, they say only, yeah. 608000 <laughs> I would only love to make $600,000. Um, but if this would have been in place... He would have gotten bonuses and stuff that totaled up to he would have made four point two. That's a huge difference. Yeah, and for these guys who have grinded and they're making league minimum and they're, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, it's a big deal. Um, and for the two rookies that won rookie of the year, it would have tr- more than tripled their salary. That's crazy. Then um, you say about the designated hitting for the pitchers. Oh yeah, so well, you break that down for people that might not know about how it's only national league. Or American League, how that works? Because it's dumb as it was dumb as fuck, anyways. And we talked about this, I think, last season on the podcast. Yeah. We talked about how this rule was dumb. And so, yeah. So now it's gonna be. Well, do, do you want to break it down? Like, which is it, American League or or Nationals? Um, I, I get it mixed up all the time. So one of them, like, let's say it's National League. The pitchers, if it's a National League home game, the pitchers from either team doesn't matter which side of the league they're on. They the pitchers don't hit. They have a designated hitter come in for them. And I think it's American League. If it's an American League Hogan game, then the pitchers have to hit. No matter if, if you know if it's an American League home team game, the pitchers have to hit. It's fucking stupid. So, but they they did away with that rule. Big was reading. So American League. So it has to hit. American League was who used designated. Oh, okay, so it was opposite. Okay. Yeah. So say say you're playing. You're a National League and you're playing at an American League uh, park against an American League team, then you're, you, both sides has to get have a designated uh, hitter for the pitcher. So the pitcher does not hit. They have to have somebody come in and hit for him. But now if, if you're an American League team and you're playing against a National League team like at a National League park, then the pitchers have to hit. They are, so if they can't have somebody hit for them. Well, yeah. Until, it's dumb. Until now. Until now. And so now... It's going to be um, universal designated hitter. That means sucks for Shohei, because that's where he was. You know, one of his his, his tricks in his bag. He yeah. was a like home run hitting pitcher. So yeah. now, now what do they do? Well, he plays the field too. So oh, so some games he won't pitch. He'll play the field. And he'll hit. Yeah, that's what he's been. Doing. Oh, okay, okay. He plays outfield. Gotcha. Okay, okay. That makes yeah, sense. So so he'll still be able to hit. Yeah. He just won't be hitting on days when he's a pitcher. Pitching, gotcha. Um, I honestly think if they want to go this route. Weird. 
Like, it's weird. It's going to be weird to see. Yeah. I'm not entirely mad at it. Mm-hmm. It's going to be weird because now you're never going to see Bumgarner crank a fucking Grand Slam. I was just yeah. thinking about that. He did that two times. Honestly, I think it'd be dope. Think about it this way. Have ten guys back. Mm-hmm. Force throw a designated hitter in there, but also force the pitchers to bat. Yeah. And while we're on top of that, or while we're doing that, make sure that every pitcher has to juice. The pitchers are the only ones that can use steroids. So they're whipping 140 mile an hour fastballs and curves and sliders, and then they're fucking they're yarding balls into the the neighboring county's ballpark. <laughs> but yeah, I think it'd be cool to have <laughs> If you want to go full designated hit, hitter, it, it might be dope to add, like, the pitcher still has to bat. So you have a designated hitter and a pitcher. Like, it doesn't mess up anything. No, I think it'd be dope. It'd uh, be dope. I don't see it happening. You know, you know, fucking uh, Ortiz, Big Poppy would come out of retirement just to be a designated hitter, period. Not right, the that's field, what I'm saying. Nothing. Um, they've also added uh, a draft lottery for the top six picks. To try to get rid of, because teams, once they realize they're out of the playoffs, mm-hmm. will tank. Yeah. To try to get that first pick. Mm-hmm. Which, to me, is weird in the MLB because... Should be illegal. Well, minus that, like, your first round pick... Yeah, you're usually going to develop them in the minors for You a might not time. see them for a year or two. Yeah. It's, I, don't, I just don't like how they do that. I think that the draft should be like the NBA, like the NFL. Well, like the NFL. You draft them, they play. They, there's no, you know what I'm saying? I don't think they should have the option to go put them in the minors. Like, the NBA, I guess, has the option to put them in the G League and stuff, but usually they don't. You know, usually... No, well, you, they only have two rounds. What's the... 20 the MLB? rounds? Like, 20 rounds for their... Their, um, their new international like International, draft. yeah. Um, and so, like, I understand that that's how baseball works, is they send people down to the minors. But it's fucked, dude. It sucks, and like you said... A player might not even see the major a major game for five fucking years. Yeah, normally those first round guys. Um, yeah, so the normal one is um, twenty. So, um, so I mean that's twenty rounds. So to me, it's like first round guys normally see MLB time within the first year or two. Yeah. It's still weird. It's just the MLB's rules are just weird, and they're making them even more weird. And so now the there, but there's a there's like a um what do you call it? So there's a weird rule that says you cannot be in the lottery for three consecutive years. So if your team sucks for three straight years, mm-hmm. that third year you're automatically not allowed to have a lottery chance. Yeah. So there's not going to be any incentive to. Be shitty for multiple years in a row. That's good though. Shakes everything up and shit. Um. So yeah, and then instead of having a full draft, they're gonna do an international draft, and then another one. It's weird. Um. It'll also be twenty rounds. Signing bonuses will be guaranteed, and if you select a player from a growth country, this is what it says: mm-hmm. countries with less than 05 percent of signings in the previous three signing periods. Holy shit! You'll receive additional incentives for scouting and signing in emerging markets. <laughs> They're paying the scouts to go to these shitholes. Like, yeah, you're probably gonna get sick over there, and not don't drink the water, but we'll pay you extra to go over there. Yeah, and so they've also <laughs> one of the other big things is 
Um, oh, here's the numbers I was talking about earlier. So they've, they've made a committee for rule changes because it used to be the MLB would make a rule change. They'd have to notify the league, mm-hmm. like everybody in the league, and it would be a year from that date when it took effect. Mm-hmm. Now, beginning in 2023, so not this season, but beginning next season, a committee will be comprised of four active players, six in, uh, members of the MLB, and one umpire. So, what's that, 11, 11 people. And they will be voting whether or not rule changes can happen. <clears throat> and they it only, from once they make the decision, it'll be 45 days before it gets implemented. 45 day turnaround instead of a year? Yeah. That's nice. And so, a lot of the things that they want which were supposed to be in this CBA, which they're tabling, was was some of the things that both sides gave up, mm-hmm. um, is the pitch clock. They want to yeah. speed up pitchers. Yeah, and I agree. It's like a shot clock. It's like a it's like a play clock in the NFL. Yeah. Like, and, no, that's a, every sport has a clock. Well, I don't think hockey does like that. <sighs> but baseball, some of these pitchers, man, they go through this whole fucking ritual and shit. And that's the thing is like it's cool like have a ritual but like bro it doesn't need to be a two minute long fucking ordeal right like fucking the spirit of Santos compels you and all this fucking um, shit they want to talk about making the bases bigger I don't yeah I don't I don't I don't understand that so is it to where they have more of a pad to step on so less injuries to ankles I think it has to do with sliding. more room to slide into makes sense I mean honestly if you think about it the size of a base is it's big it's. Your glove, like in the MLB, your mm-hmm. glove, you can almost cover the whole front side. Like if someone's trying to slide in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So to me, and that's why we see some of these crazy slides where a dude's going left hand and mm-hmm. right at the last second tucks that hand in mm-hmm. and tags the back of the bag because they have to come up with these. Which is dope, though. I know. And so I, like, I'm just trying to think of why they would change it. I, I don't see why. Let's just make home plate an air pillow. <laughs> so I could fucking do quadruple flips and land, stick the landing, you know? Like, hey, I mean, fuck it. And put a trampoline on the third baseline. So you're <laughs> right? out here looking like <laughs> you imagine that Simone Biles flipping down the third baseline. <laughs> you hit a fucking grounder on the baseline, it hits a trampoline and bounces out. <laughs> um, uh, and then they want to talk about not allowing defensive shifts. Yeah. Which, like, honestly, I saw a, a comparison. It was like, that's like telling an NFL defense that since a quarterback can't handle zone coverage, yeah. zone coverage is out of the game. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? You can't audible what? shit. And so, um, and then one of the big things is um, robo-strikes. The fuck is that? There would be no behind the, there would be no umpire behind home plate. It would all be electronically called by... Lasers? By a camera and lasers. I, did they tabled that? They get yeah, well. It's because these old these umpires are, I, they'd be out with they'd be out of a job. You know they're fighting to keep them. Honestly, I don't know if I would like that. Yeah, because it's the human error that brings that excitement. Unless you're a Giants fan and you fucking lose they, a series, it still wouldn't be the check swing. Still would go down to the no. But I'm saying that the human error. I kind of like unless that situation because yeah. that was human error that fucked us. Even though we probably weren't going to win the series anyways. Let's be real. Yeah, and so the robo ump would only call balls and strikes. That's <clears throat> Would it be able to eject anybody? <laughs> I I don't know, but I just like you know. Think about it. How hard would that be as a pitcher? Because pitchers get those. Yeah, the ticky tacky or the, the sometimes, and then sometimes it goes both ways. Yeah. Oh yeah. But like, I think it would affect pitchers more because they like to paint the corners and they mm-hmm. like to stay on the edges sometimes. But 
at the same time, maybe they can have the robo thing, but it can only be used in a in a situation like they like you know what I'm saying? Like challenges, like, is what you're saying? Challenges, or if it's like uh, a call that's egregious, or like it's it's a tick, like really. Yeah, where on the fence. Yeah, so they could. Like, yeah, they could review. Yeah, do a review thing. I see. I wouldn't be against that. Yeah. Like if, like right now, they already have one challenge, mm-hmm. like on a, a tag or yeah. whatever. If they were they were given one, maybe two challenge. I don't think they need to get crazy. Yeah. Because obviously, like we don't want to slow the game down even more. Right. Or, or how about this? Like, look. So if the the um, Makes a bad call. Say it's it's clearly a ball, and he calls it a, a strike, three strikes. It doesn't even have to be a challenge. Somebody from up top can look at the fucking info coming across their screen and radio down just into their ear and have like an earpiece. Like, hey, that was a strike, and then they they hey, we got to change, you know. But I think you that think the umps he, would say it's taking away from their um, their power, their power, yeah, undermining undermining them. You think their ego would allow that? Is yeah, the question. no. That's what I'm saying. If I don't think real time like that would be mm-hmm. beneficial because of how it would affect. It'd be an ego, yeah, thing. Um, but I think the challenge, give them two challenges, mm-hmm. and they can challenge. If they waste it on two slide challenges, you can't challenge balls and strikes them. Yeah, yeah. But I think give them two challenges, have this thing going. Mm-hmm. The whole game, just have it going. Just have it going and say, um, dude doesn't swing, mm-hmm. gets called out on strikes. And him and the manager are like, nah, bro. Yeah. That was outside. Challenge. Mm-hmm. And then they review it and be like, all right, we fucked up. You're not out. You get one more try, bitch. Or it'd be like something like how the NFL, under two minutes and a half, the booth reviews everything. There's, you can't challenge. Maybe it being ninth inning. Yeah, then, like ninth then, inning when, the say... The game's within three po- three yeah. runs or something. Yeah, like, exactly. Something like that. Then it all goes to the laser. Yeah. That would be cool because that's how a lot of games are won and lost is, is that human error of the ump, you know? And so, I mean, I wouldn't like to see it as every ball and strike is called by it. I think it would take away from... The fun, yeah. But... It would just be a machine game. It wouldn't be human. It wouldn't be... It wouldn't have that passion and shit. Yeah, and... And the interaction between the umpire and the oh, players yeah. is part of the... Or hearing strike and the, the theatrics they do. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's part of the game. I get it. So, But that's cool for the MLB. Like, congratulations, guys. I can't wait to start watching the Giants uh, play again. Uh, so, and then also, big thing, there's going to be 12 teams in the, oh, yeah, the playoffs, playoffs right. instead of 10. And two, the two top, one from each division... Mm-hmm. Top team from AL, top team from NL get a first round by That's automatically. That's there's no more play in. That's good. There's no, yeah, there's no more one and done. No more one and done. Awesome. That's good. Um, obviously universal designate here, and now they've only players can only be moved up or down from minors to majors five times in a season instead of dicking them around the. Yeah, and so they've also um, they've given incentives <clears throat> for teams to keep players in the league. Instead of moving around to mess with their uh, eligibilities, mm-hmm. so if you start a guy opening day and he ends top three in the rookie vote or top five in the MVP or Cy Young, you actually get incentive draft picks. I don't know which round they're gonna find, come in and whatever, but and that player, if, if he starts and he gets top three or top five, 
he gets a full season of credit, right? Yeah, even if because to get a full season of credit in the MLB as a hitter, you have to five hundred pitches. You well as a hitter, it's um, yeah, what is it? It's it's like something at bats. It's uh oh yeah, is it like a hundred at bats? Um, I think right. Am I wrong? Hundred at bats. Or maybe more. I don't know. 130 at bats. Or 50 bats. innings pitched. Gotcha. And that's how you, yeah. So Which, if you think about it, 130 at bats, that's less than one at bat a game. Yeah, because there's 162 games a season. And so, I mean, if you think about it, most most games, if you if you play a whole, all nine innings, get two you'll, get, times. you'll get three at bats. Yeah. Unless you're the home team and... You guys are just barely winning. Mm-hmm. You might not get your bottom of the ninth because your pitcher is just going to handle it. Yeah. So say three. So this is what fifty games? Yeah. Less than fifty games? Yeah, forty games. Yeah, like forty-five games yeah. or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So, so, and if you think about it, fifty innings for a starting pitcher—that's nothing, bro. That should be. Ten games or less, if you're a good starting pitcher, yeah, because oh, yeah. you should be able to go five innings. Yeah, absolutely. you really want to go seven or eight. It's shit, you really want to throw a no hitter. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, like a good what they consider a good start mm-hmm. is going seven to eight innings. Yeah. So I'm just saying five. So you, sh- as a starting pitcher, it should take ten starts at the most. Absolutely. For a reliever, if you're getting two to three innings. You should be able to do this fairly quickly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I, I agree. So if they don't hit those numbers, but they're still doing what they're supposed to, and they end up in top voting, like you said, they will get their year of service. That's what's up. And that goes towards them working to be a free agent or get a new contract. Yeah, because like we were saying, six years of service is what you need, MLB service, to be a free agent. And for some of these late round guys, they've spent four years in the minors, in yeah. the minors, getting to the MLB. So they are stuck with a team, no matter how good or bad the team is, mm-hmm. for ten years. Getting the same pay, no matter how good or bad they are, if they're getting dicked around. It's like Tatis. You said it earlier. Yeah, Tatis. They did it to him where they they didn't. He should have started opening day. Yeah. Oh yeah. But he's they a fucking waited, beast. They waited two months into the season to bring him up, and then sent him back down for a little while, and then because. So his first year mm-hmm. in the majors, which should have been his rookie year, mm-hmm. doesn't count as his rookie year because he didn't get enough playing time. And for those of you who don't understand, with that case, he could win rookie of the year the next season, even though it's his second yeah. season being signed as a pro. But yeah, it's the MLB. They find all these these little corners to cut and shit. But hey, are we still on MLB? Because uh, some exciting news over in the NFL. Uh, I mean, that's really with the lockout. That's that's the biggest news we have for them right I now. I think that's really all we have, right? But uh, I just want to say, uh, no more COVID protocols in the NFL. They just signed that off, so no more masks, no more anything. And even though um, it didn't, and like the article I read, it said it didn't, it didn't cancel any games, anyways. But you know how many fines were handed out and possible suspensions for. You know, not following the protocols and, you know, um, shit like that. Like, I, I, I'm a Cowboys fan, obviously, and Amari Cooper um, had to sit out a couple games because he went... Or no, no, sorry, it was CeeDee Lamb, I believe, was sitting courtside at a Dallas Mavericks game with no fucking uh, mask on. So he got in trouble for that shit. I know we can't speak on it too much because these little keywords will get us fucking in trouble on the tube. 
but um but yeah no more protocols in order so they can be free once again and that'll be nice i'm sure it will carry over uh into going to games and ticket prices as well and everything that comes along with it i don't know if you're still going to need to be vaxxed or or what the requirements are to 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 attend a game or whatnot it probably will be I don't know. Whatever probably, this, probably whatever the state's doing. Yeah, the state first off, and then the stadium second, because they can make their own rules because they're, you know, it's their their stadium. Yeah, it's it's like Kyrie right now. He's only allowed to play every so often. Away games. He can't, well, and, and it only instill. He can't play in California, I don't think, because he's not vaccinated. I thought he did play against us when he came against the Warriors, but no, you're probably right. Um, and, yeah, yeah, that. No, no, no. So that was the thing that me and the wife were talking about. It's bullshit. California is dumb as fuck because Andrew Wiggins was either forced he was had to get a vax or he couldn't play in California or whatever. So if your team, if you're a home player in California, that's how it works. But if you're an away player that's not vaxxed, you can come play in in our courts. In our oh arenas. really? Yeah, me and the wife, me and Maxie were talking about that shit when when it first started coming up, making news, and we were like, "What in the actual fuck?" It makes no sense. It doesn't. It fucking doesn't. Just like the NBA, he can't play at home in in Brooklyn, yeah. or uh, but he can play anywhere. You know? Yeah, it makes no sense. Yeah, it's dumb as shit, dude. Well, yeah, this whole so, situation with this pandemic was made no sense, obviously. But I, and I, I'll say it. I feel like each business mm-hmm. is just they follow the rules that benefit them. Yeah, and then. We're sitting here with our fucking thumb on our ass, like, what the fuck? This doesn't make any goddamn sense. Exactly. Exactly. But carrying over from that, Jerry Jones got some alleged baby mama drama, dude. This man is 85? And he got fucking a daughter coming out the woodworks? Well, supposedly it's not out the woodworks. So this 25-year-old is petitioning the courts to overrule uh suppose so, so she's saying that she's jerry jones who's the owner of the dallas cowboys um daughter she's 25 she said that so he's 79 and she's 25 oh he's 79 i thought he was 80 79 i just looked it up so he was getting he was 54 years old when she was born. knocking the boots bro that's like my biological father bro yeah that's a whole another subject um <laughs> So supposedly, from what she's alleging, is that Jerry Jones met her mom back in like 95 or 96 in Little Rock, Arkansas at the airport. Her mom was a ticket taker for uh, a, an airline, but which doesn't make sense to me either because Jerry flies private. Why would he need... Maybe he just seen her from across the airport as a ticket taker or whatnot. Yeah. Because he flies private, so he's not handing tickets to anybody. He's got a, a pilot and a jet on standby. But anyways. Did he Did he 25 years ago, though? Oh, yeah. 26 years when ago? When we were in the height of our Super Bowls? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. We, well, I'm just saying. 95 like, was our last Super Bowl win. Like, this is and our third one under him, you know? Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like. No, no. He, he was flying private. But. uh was he doing? Little Arkansas? He's from Little Rock, Arkansas. Oh, is, okay. Yeah, no. That's where he was born and raised. And he actually played, believe it or not, he played college football for uh, in uh, for the for the it was the Razorbacks, I think. Yeah, it's Arkansas, yeah. And uh, he was a lineman. Yeah, Jerry Jones' little frail ass was, I can't remember if he was defensive or offensive. He probably offensive because, honestly, let's be real, especially back then, offensive line has usually been predominantly white. Yeah. Defensive is predominantly black. And that's funny because who's um the guy for the Seahawks? He, he uh, Michael, I don't know, he, he was a, a defensive lineman or no i think he was a sorry he was a fullback for the seahawks years ago and ended up 
uh, getting traded to your Denver Broncos, but he always kept his camera on. And he, he did his own uh, vlog. And remember, he used to get uh, uh, Marshawn on, on video, and Marshawn would be like, he would be, yeah. he'd tell him to get the fuck away from him. But he, when he was joking, it was I was watching one of his, his, his videos on YouTube. He was in the locker room, uh, and he was talking to the Broncos players, and he was saying something about, he was making jokes about how all office, offensive linemen are white. Defense line, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was making a joke about that, and that's what stuck with me. So Jerry Jones, I'm guessing, would have been an offensive lineman, not 100 percent sure, but I think. And he was teammates with Jimmy Johnson, so that's that relationship. And then he brought him out of college to coach the Cowboys because they were like best friends for a long time, you know. But anyways, so supposedly her mother was working as a ticket taker in Little Rock, Arkansas, um, airport. And she says that Jerry pursued his, her mom. Well, got her, knocked her up and everything, but made her basically sign an NDA. It, you know, it was a it was a legal binding contract that he would take he would take care of them. I think it said something for their life. He would you know make sure that they were taken care of for life financially as long as this never got put into public that he was her father. So now she put it in the public that he's her father, and she's petitioning the court um, to find that basically that the agreement that was made, the contract that was signed between him and his, her mom, only um, affected her, him and her mom because she wasn't, she didn't have a say in the matter. Yeah. So with that being said, it's coming into light that he's the father. So exactly what the contract that he made the mom sign is, is, is kind of out the window now. And her and her mom have, well, she grew up in North Dallas living with her mom. So they moved from Little Rock, Arkansas to North Dallas. I guess it's easier to get, you know, especially back in the 90s, get handed a check than it is to get mailed a check, you know? Yeah. <laughs> to so be he, closer to the money. So he was an offensive lineman at uh, Arkansas. Arkansas, okay. War number 61. And they won a national championship mm-hmm. while he was there. Mm-hmm. Also, didn't realize we shared the same birthday. Oh, you, you in March or October thirteenth? Yeah, Jerry Jones. That's crazy. That's nuts. I didn't. I never. I honestly figured as long as we've been friends, it was like one I of us would have noticed know that birthday. by now. And we're sports fanatics. Yeah, and I'm a Cowboys fan. Yeah, what what are you guys? Libras? No. Yeah, Libras. Libras. Gotcha. Damn, I don't even know how the fuck I knew that. But yeah, Jerry Jones, all of seventy nine. He said fifty four when. But he's 79 right now? Yeah. Having baby mama drama? So he would have been <laughs> 53, 54 right in there when... Knocking the boots. H-Town, knocking the boot. Well, D-Town, but whatever. He was, in a, he, he was in Arkansas. Oh, yeah, no shit. <laughs> but he was living in Big D, going to Arkansas, <laughs> handing out Lil D. Or Big D, I don't know. That's that. I'm not watching another man's bulge. So, But that's fucking... That's crazy. So, well, and, I mean, remember a few years ago, it was all over the tabloids? He, um... There were some uh, seductive pictures taken with strippers. One, this little, like twenty-something-year-old white girl was bent down with her mouth. He was wearing a full suit, like he yeah. always does, and but she had her face right by his crotch, and like posing for the cameras. Like, man's a dog. He's a full-on dog. So, I mean, um, he's money makes you handsomer. Shit, I guess. I I don't know. I'm not. I'm not fucking. That's a that's a quote from a. Rapper that I found the other day. <laughs> yeah, she has a song called Handsomer, and it's literally the whole song is oh, about my. how money makes you handsomer. Out here in these streets. You know and, how tall him is. <laughs> and, uh, so shout out to Russ. His Who? Name, Russ. R-U-S-S. Oh, Russ, the long hair. The, yeah. yeah, no, yeah. He's uh, he, 
He had a lot of people that hate him. Yeah. yeah. No, I've known about him for years, but he's had a lot of people that hate him. But he's he's pimped the game. Watch, look up that story on him on YouTube. How he he finessed the game and got fucking bags off of it. It's yeah, crazy. he yeah he literally just he did a on TikTok. A lot of artists have been doing this uh, open verse challenge. Like that's a huge thing right now. Hell, artists are doing it. Mm-hmm. Where they like they sing or rap part of their song and then they they go your turn. And you do a duet. And you do edit. And this chick, um, her tag on TikTok is Caitlin Raps, I mm-hmm. believe. Chick, she, fuck, she does, she does like Dua Lipa songs and all yeah. these things, bro. Fire. Yeah. She hit the fucking. She hit the core, the her her verse on that. Mm-hmm. Killed it. Blew that shit up. Now her and Russ have a. They remixed it. So, so her verse is on the song. On the song. The remix of it. Damn, yeah, good for her. And now, since she's from San Diego, he's getting ready to do a tour, and one of the stops is in San Diego. Bring her out. So she's going to come out on a stage in San Diego That's crazy. and perform crazy. that song with him, all because she duetted him mm-hmm. on... And Russ is all about fucking uh, independence. All about independence. But he, um, yeah, he's put out ridiculous amounts of, of work, dude. He, he, you have to watch, you have to watch. It's a, yeah. I mean, this I, is and I, I literally found him on like, this open challenge. And yeah, it was funny because all these people tried, but this, ch- oh God. He's started beef with so many other artists in the game here and there. And then when it, they've seen each other, he's had his people jump them. That's like, he's... He's known as a bitch throughout the the industry. He's just he's just like hey. No, no, it's exactly PR, what bro. it is. It's exactly what it is. He they they'll see each other and he won't even like the other dude might not see Russ, but he'll stick his dogs on him and jump him. Like and he, he's one of those cowards. But whatever, I respect the man as an independent independent artist. He's getting that bet that bag, you know. But um, what about the trades right now, man? Yeah, so there. I mean, there's you, you being a, okay. Let's start with you. You're a Broncos fan, die hard since I well before I've known you. How much time we got? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this might take up the rest. So, do you want to come, circle back to the rest thing and start with the other ones that are just yeah, we can mentions? T- we can touch the other ones because the other ones, I, I I feel like the other ones make sense. Get, so so Aaron the Aaron Rodgers Devontae Adams, you know. Uh, like a month ago, they had said they were a package deal. Wherever mm-hmm. one goes, the other one goes, right? Yeah. And then this is before uh, Aaron Rodgers had re-signed with the Packers. Obviously, he re-signed with the Packers. Um, $200 and then, million. Dollars. Yeah. 153 guaranteed. Fucking great. And we'll get to that. But um, it's crazy because there was a lot of speculation. Like, he bought property in Tennessee, and they are saying he was going to be linked to the Broncos, the Titans, you know, possibly the Raiders, you know, the, shit like that. But the Raiders... Resigned Derek Carr for two more years and said they're sticking with him. So people don't. A lot of people don't know that Devontae Adams and Derek Carr, the quarterback for the Raiders, were college teammates and roommates in Fresno, and set records for for their division, whatever for college uh, passing and receiving to each other, and they were best friends. So Devontae Adams goes and buys a house, from what I understand, uh, from what Big Lowe's Carlos told me the other day or yeah last week. Devontae Adams went and bought a house in Vegas. Motherfuckers don't buy houses in Vegas unless you plan to move there. Because if you don't plan to move there, you don't buy a house, it's a vacation spot, a party spot. You get a fucking sick-ass room. And if you're Devontae Adams, you get one of the nicest fucking suites comped to you because you're Devontae Adams. So there's no reason to buy a house unless you're moving there. Why would you be moving to Vegas unless you're going to go with the Raiders? So I didn't look up to see if it was factual that he bought a house Carlos, that was a guest on one of our episodes, 
told me this was that this is what happened. I believe him. He's pretty solid on his information when it comes to sports. Oh yeah. As we we're all aware. But I'm like, oh shit. But that's weird because there's supposed to be a package deal. So it didn't make sense. And then the other day I see that Aaron Rodgers signs his deal with the Packers. Me and the wife talk, and I'm like, they're gonna uh, franchise tag they were, so, Devontae Adams. Which so they were gonna franchise tag him either way. That's what I figured. So from what I from what I heard before Rodgers signed, yeah, that if Rodgers retired, Devontae was either gonna re-sign mm-hmm. or they were gonna franchise. Yeah, they're not. They weren't. Let him they go. weren't letting him go. Yeah. The only way they would have let him go is if they would have decided to franchise tag Rodgers. Yeah. Like if he wouldn't have retired and didn't want to sign, yeah, and they wanted to be like that, they would have wasted their franchise tag on Rodgers. Which they wouldn't. Have. They would have let Rodgers go. This has been a long time coming. Yeah. Developing Jordan Love. Yeah. So Devontae was never going anywhere. Not for this year. No. They can't franchise tag him next year. Maybe he's buying a house for maybe maybe Aaron Rodgers telling him, "Look, I signed this for two, but I only really plan on playing one." You know. Maybe. Or maybe because him and Rod- Devontae and Rodgers are tight. Deal. And that's the thing, too. Like, so Devontae wants to go wherever Rodgers is going to be while he's still playing. But he's also best friends and XT college teammates with Derek Carr. So it's it's a weird, it's a weird, like, it's almost like a three way relationship. Like, yeah. the dynamics. But he might have bought a house for next year out in he Vegas. He could, yeah. Just to get it, you know, how he wants it. I don't know. Are you looking it up to see if he did? Uh, you yeah. know, I was looking up something else. Gotcha, me. gotcha. So, yeah, so Aaron Rodgers re-signs with the Packers. Two years, $200 million, $153 million guaranteed. The highest paid NFL player in the history of the NFL, which every year we see that. So you can broken. actually franchise, franchise tag a player two years. three oh, straight three, three. times. That's, yeah, because the Cowboys have done it in the past. But it rarely happens mm-hmm. because it gets more and more expensive. It does. because Super. It, it gets more and more expensive, and then all Devontae's got to say is, oh, I'm sitting out then. And it could fuck everything off, you know? Yeah. So, but yes. Um, but that's the information that I had with those. So Aaron Rodgers obviously re-signed with the Packers. Devontae Adams is franchise tag. For the, those of you who don't, don't know, they um, have the option. They're keeping him there. He has, it's, it's, he has no choice. And now they have to pay him. Um, they have to find out what the, the high-end average of his position is, which is receiver's. And they have to pay him accordingly uh, for every year that they franchise tag him. Devontae because... Adams, his franchise tag is worth $20.1 million. So they, they take what the highest paid receiver is making in the game and they pay him accordingly. And if they refranchise tag him next year... There's like a percentage. There, yeah, it's a percentage that goes up and it goes up. So, which is good, but if he gets hurt during one of the franchise years, they can just let him go. Which is fuck. So most people don't want to be franchise tagged because if they get hurt during that tag, then they're out of a new contract. They could be potentially. So there's two ways to calculate it. Oh shit! I didn't know that. I knew the way you, where you where you were explaining it. Okay. So it is. So what it is? It's the average of the five largest salaries Ooh. for players at the position. Got you. And he should be one of those, anyways. But um, for the for the um, for the prior <laughs> league year. Gotcha. Or 120% of his prior salary, whichever one is greater. Oh, shit. So if he was making 10 grand, or 10, sorry, 10 million for that, which he was, 10 million for that season, they'd have to pay him 1.2 million, right? Or 12, 12 no, 12 million, 12, 12 million. 
Or if the league average was higher, they yeah. have to pay the higher one. Which, which it was. It was 21 20, million. 20.1. 20.1 million. So I wonder what he was making before that. He was selling his rookie contract, right? So I he was. So. He might have had a. Uh, he was probably only making like $4 million a season. So if they franchise tag him for his second year, mm-hmm. it's 144%. Of what he made set- the first franchise? From the franchise, yeah. Oh, so franchise. he'd be making two hundred eighty, or sorry, twenty eight million. Yeah. Holy shit, that's fucking wild. So right now, what was he making before this? Do you know? Um, Here, look at what you're looking up. I'll look up that. Oh, I was gonna say that. So the franchise tag. Mm-hmm. Oh, they might have had to franchise tag him with the hundred and twenty, because right now it's saying the franchise tag. Values as of 2021, mm-hmm. QB was 24 million, D end was 17, and wide receiver was 16. Damn it! So he might have already been making big bucks, and they might have had to hit him with the 120. Yeah, I'm trying to look it up right now. Um, he was making so fran- oh franchise tag uh, age 2021 contract 12.25 million was his base salary. From the final year of a four-year deal, fifty-eight million extension signed late twenty seventeen. So he was making twelve and a twelve and a quarter, twelve million and a quarter. So twelve point two. So maybe the these are honestly these are twenty twenty-one values. Mm-hmm. So last year. Yeah. So maybe when they recalculated the twenty-two values. Yeah. They were higher. Because, yeah. Well, it looks like it looks like they probably did the average of the top then. Yeah, because twelve percent or twenty percent more wouldn't have. Amari Cooper is owed twenty million this season. Yeah, and he's not even a top five. I wouldn't say he's a top five receiver. You know, he's not signing. He's not making what a top five receiver makes. So, yeah, it's just tough. But what are we on now? So he's still top five. Up. So top five receivers. I'm gonna look real fast because I just want to see DeAndre Hopkins. Mm-hmm. Um, his average yearly is twenty seven point two five. Got you. Um, Julio Jones' average is 22. Mm-hmm. Keenan Allen's is 20. Mike Williams, 20. And Amari Cooper, 20. Gotcha. So his pay is... It was an average of those. Yeah, it was so, added to that average. With Amari being the the lowest at 12, or 20, and then the highest being uh, um, DeAndre at 27. Yeah. So they, they averaged it and met at 20. 20,145,000. Does it sound like average? That sounds like low average of the top five. Or it sounds, you know, like... Well, let me do that. I'm going to do the math real fast. Yeah. So, but the thing is, I didn't realize this with a franchise tag. Mm-hmm. None of it's guaranteed. Ooh. Zero. It literally says zero dollars is guaranteed. That's why people don't like being franchise tag. They get fucking hurt. They're done. They're screwed. Yeah. That's only they, if they play through the season. So. Yeah. That, so fun. that that's a huge, huge thing. Mm-hmm. This is crazy. But, so, again, Rodgers re-signed. Devontae is still a Packer. Um, how about uh, Carson Wentz? Um, honorable mention. He's traded to uh, the, what is it, the Washington Redskins so the, football the, the, team commanders? The commanders, yeah. So, techni- <laughs> so, if I did my math right, the top five made $109.275 million. Okay. You divide that by five, and oh, you, get, yeah. you get almost twenty-two million. Yeah, so that's what he's making. So, well, no, he's making twenty, just over twenty. Oh, so yeah. I don't know. And I'm, like I said, these numbers on these this site may average. not be. And they said, well, the top one was average. 
Was DeAndre? You said it was an average. An average per year. Per year. Okay. So he. So, so the way their contracts that's could be structured. Average. Yeah. Could he might not have made that much last year? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. This this website that it's breaking down his total value and, and just dividing it over the yeah, years. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. He might have made the 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 bulk of it the first year. That's usually what happens. Yeah. They make the bulk of it in the first year, and then it goes smaller and smaller. But. But yeah, so Carson Wentz. The Commanders get obviously Carson Wentz, mm-hmm. um, a second round draft pick this year, and a seventh round draft pick this year. For a third round pick, the Colts get this year mm-hmm. a second round pick this year, and next year a third round conditional pick. Yeah. So if Wentz plays seventy percent of the snaps for the Commanders this year. Mm-hmm. It'll turn into a second round pick that they get from the commanders. And if not, if you if play sixty nine percent, they don't get shit for that. That so, last part, yeah. So if let's say the commanders start out great, mm-hmm. but or start out good, I don't think they're gonna start out great. <laughs> yeah. Start out good, and then start to have shitty season. As a front office, do you bench Wentz to get him under that seventy? Yeah. To keep a second round pick, I would. And not, I'm not talking like bench him the whole fucking... No. Do the math and be like, all right, we need you to sit 10 plays. Yeah. Just to keep you at 69%. Yeah. I would. You got to be strategic. That's It's war, baby. It's war. Um, then who's the Khalil Mack? Khalil Mack... That's honestly, crazy. they didn't give up a ton to get him. Which... This is, mind you, this is defensive rookie of the year when he got drafted, when he played for the Oakland Raiders. And then Gruden ended up shipping him out to Chicago for God knows fucking why. I've got a fucking closet full of Raiders jerseys I've bought for the wife of ex-players. Okay, we I bought her a Woodson jersey. And that, mind you, that that's a, a classic. That doesn't yeah. matter. I bought her a fucking Marquette King jersey. She loved Marquette King, the Black Punter. He got rid of him. I got her a fucking Khalil Mack jersey. These motherfuckers got rid of him. I'm like, okay, if I want to sabotage the Raiders, I'm just going to start buying their fucking players that are good and buy their jersey for the wife. Watch them ship them off. Uh, But yeah, so the Chargers receive Khalil Mack to partner up with Bosa. Yeah. Bosa's, he's always lined up in the neutral zone with that nose. You know that, right? (laughs) Or is that the brother? That's They're both, huh? Yeah, they both. Um, Always in the neutral zone. The Bears receive... Uh, second round pick for this year Hmm. and then a sixth round pick for next year. That's it? Yeah, that's all they gave for him. Dude, when fucking Gruden traded him off to Chicago, he got hell of first round picks. Yeah. Which turned out to be garbage. Garbage. But, um, yeah, so that's like, yeah, second round pick this year. Eh. But for Mac? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And Mac was still tearing it up in Chicago. That's what what I'm saying. The Bears, I, I don't feel like... For the, for the Chargers front office, you're like, we won that. Oh, 100%. I know he's been a little injury prone. But still, for a second and a seventh? Sixth. Or either but way. But a sixth and actually. Like, yeah. Okay, you think about it. How many sixth rounders end up making the final roster anyway? Uh, unless you're like Tom Brady or, or uh, Richard Sherman kind of thing. Yeah, like it's. Yeah, it's it's far and few in between. And when they do, they don't usually last. Very and that guy in the front office that traded for this shit, who's to say he's even a part of the organization? When that comes up, you know? Exactly. But real fast, it's not a trade, but you want to touch on the Calvin Ridley thing really fast? Yeah. Calvin so, Ridley's a wide receiver for the Atlanta Falcons? Yeah. Or was. 
He's, he's still, still he's still under contract. But sorry, go ahead. He, uh, how many games is he suspended? Is it full the season. Is the full season. That's full what I season. Okay. I just want to double. I was gonna double check, but yeah, I was gonna say because I'm pretty sure it's a full season. He supposed not supposedly he did bet on he was on the IR, so he was not playing. And when you're on the IR, you're really not even working out with the team. No, he was at home in in uh, Florida. Yeah, he wasn't even traveling to games or anything because. A lot of times when you're on the IR... Conditioning your injuries and shit. Tra- being on an airplane can make your injury worse. With the altitude shit, yeah. Um, so sometimes doctors will say, no, you can't go to away games. So he was sitting at home, yeah. got bored, and decided to start betting on... One of, the, one of the online sporting books. Football games. Yeah. And some of them were Falcons games. Yeah, I think I, I, I've heard of one. I don't know if there's probably more. Um. And, so, and he ended up getting caught. The way he got caught is the story I read is that I don't know the the company, the sports book he was betting with. Yeah. But they somebody you know that oversees all the shit, all the bets had spotted because it's from his account, Calvin Ridley. And they're like, huh, that's odd. There's a Calvin Ridley in the NFL, and they have um, a moderator or or uh, somebody that oversees. Like somebody like in the uh, the ethics department, I guess. Yeah. And they forwarded it to them like, yo, like look into this. This is Calvin Ridley, you know. And they looked into it and they forwarded everything to the NFL, and that's how he got caught. But like you were saying earlier, your contract says you can't do this. Whether he was, he wasn't throwing games, so it's like, it's like he wasn't really doing anything wrong in my eyes, but he signed a contract. And so my thing is, and like we like you're saying. Yeah, he didn't throw a game. I think the suspension is a little harsh. Everybody thinks it's harsh. A whole season for games that he... Even if he did bet that the Falcons were going to win or lose or whatever. Yeah. He had no control of the outcome. Yeah. Zero control. Yeah, he's not even uh, he's not even at the stadium watching them. Yeah, like he's not there where he can hurt a player or yeah. drop a ball or anything like that. Yeah. What what was the tweet that you saw about the? I saw a meme that said, oh, yeah. "Man bet fifteen hundred dollars to lose four point six. No. I think was the number. Was, it was whatever his salary is this year. It's the worst loss ever, or something. Yeah, it was like the worst, uh, worst. Uh, uh, what was it? Odds ever. It's fucked. It's fucked up. And so, like, I agree. He signed a contract. He knew what was in the contract. He knew what he was doing was not okay. Mm-hmm. But look at this way. Bounty Gate. Yeah. Got a whole year. Yeah. Bounty Gate got a whole year mm-hmm. for hurting people. On purpose, yeah. Paying to, like, potentially take them out of the sport forever. Have you watched that movie, by the way? Haven't. Great movie. I'll check it. And, uh, about, isn't it like a documentary or a movie? No, it has Kevin James plays Sean Payton. What the fuck? Is it called Bounty Gate? No. So, essentially what it is is Bounty Gate happens. Mm-hmm. Sean Payton gets suspended. Yeah. And he has to, he goes home and coaches his son's like football team. I I saw a documentary on that, but I didn't see the movie. Yeah, and so he literally leave, he can't talk to the Saints or whatever. Mm-hmm. So he goes home to try to reconnect with his son who he doesn't see very often yeah. type of thing. And ends up coaching. And it's it's an okay movie. It's But it's, it, it's a lot of inside information. But the fun the best part one of the best parts actually happens at the end of the movie. When Kevin James gets to return as the Saints head coach, mm-hmm. Sean Payton is who he's playing. Yeah, yeah. Which I found weird that they picked Kevin James. Yeah, comedian. Well, they don't look. You know, their nothing. body type yeah. is nothing alike. 
But when Kevin James walks back into the office, Sean Payton is the custodian. That's and they're like, we're, we're, we're happy to see you back, coach, or something, is what that's, Sean that's Payton funny, said. Though. And I was like... He did like, a cameo in the movie about like about the Bounty Gate. That's <laughs> about awesome. what he did while Bounty Gate was yeah. going on. Yeah, that's crazy. So, but you, okay, so this Calvin Ridley thing. The, I was thinking about this just now. The punishment seems really over. I would say uh, four games. Yeah, Six absolutely. Games, People maybe? beat up their wives or or fucking DUIs to get four games. So, but think about this. This is uncharted territory. This just became legal. Especially and 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 yeah. and it just became le- like these these organ these sports organizations are the um, leagues are just now okay with it. They're making a fucking example. Oh, hundred percent. But and the thing is, you're telling me, um, you're telling me that um, that guys like I swear they like we play fantasy usually. Yeah. Um, you're telling me. These guys don't have fantasy leagues that are worth way more money. Yeah, no, sh- yeah. Because what'd you say he bet? It's like fourteen hundred dollars. Fifteen hundred dollars is what I saw. Fifteen hundred. Yeah, that's pocket change. I think that's more of a board thing. That's what I'm saying. We, I mean, hell, we. If you think about it, what buy-in was on twenty-five. Yeah. And the seven times seven dollars every time we lose. Yeah. In a ten-man league, that almost totals up fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah, exactly. Like this shit's. I just. I don't know. They're like I said, they're gonna make it. If example. I was the NFL, bro, I'd probably have like a thousand dollar buy-in league, bro. Oh yeah, one million percent. One million percent. You're telling me that shit don't happen? These motherfuckers play cards on the plane. Well, NBA I know is big. That's how the Gilbert Arenas uh, gun locker. Yes, that shit played out too. Is is because of their they got I can't remember what that game's called. It's a mix of like spades and poker. It's uh, it's got. It sounds like an Asian name, and I, I, I it might be something, is? something like that. But um, yeah, they play for thousands of dollars. Like it's just ridiculous. Like to Calvin Ridley, who is set to make four point six million. That season, I think that's what the meme. And that's yeah. it. That's all Calvin Ridley. Like that's it. That's a small fucking number, and he's not a rookie. You yeah. know. But either way, like you fifteen hundred is pocket change when you're making four million. You know, and, and that's just from his football money. That's not endorsements. Oh, 10.9. Okay, see? And that, I was going to say, and that's not even endorsements, dude. That's just football money. And that's, oh, no, you know, no. No, it? so 10.9 was the whole contract because he's on his rookie contract. Oh, is he still? Yeah, because yeah. he was selected in 2018, so he's on the last oh, year of his rookie. Gotcha. So, yeah, he was due about $4.6 million Okay, his last well. That makes sense, but you you know that he's got outside fucking endorsement deals, and, oh, yeah. and who knows what he's invested in that's got to turn around, you know, like bringing him money in too. So it sounds to me like that was just a I'm at home fucking bored. Let me let me try this app out, you know. I but who knows? Who fucking knows? But again, this is all in short charted territory. It's it's all new waters for the oh, NFL. Hundred like percent. They're you said they're making a. They're making an example. Make an example the first time it happens. That way it'll scare people, other players, into not doing it. And, dude, you couldn't have fucking... Well, he obviously didn't think he was doing anything wrong. Because it, he had it under his name. He could have had a burner account. You know, could have put under his his brother's fucking... You know, he could yeah, always... Yeah, he could brother, best friend, yeah. girlfriend. Yeah. So he... It seems dog. to me... Seems to me like he didn't think he was doing anything wrong. You know? Which, yeah. in my opinion, he didn't do anything wrong. But... Like I said, the only thing that I can say that he did wrong is he breached a contract. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, and he shouldn't have bet on his own team. You, that, to me, is 
That's weird. It's it's not as weird because he wasn't in the game. But yeah, like if if I'm sitting there as a Falcons player on the IR, I'm like, man, I should bet on some games. I think it would pop in my head. Pete Rose would be the first thing. Like, don't yeah. bet on your own team. But he's also younger. Yeah, I know. But I'm just saying, like, yeah, you you just in my head, I think I would be like, don't bet on my own team. Yeah, just whatever team is playing my team. Yeah, that so game's off that shit my the list. Fuck alone. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, and 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 also, you know what I would do if I was in this position? Bet on what other the whatever other sport is playing at that time. Basketball. Bet on NBA. Bet NHL. On MLB. Yeah, NHL. Well, you college know, football. College football. Bet on that. Why he's got to be the NFL? He probably would be fine if he. I don't know what their contract consists of. Is it you're not allowed to play any sports gambling? I don't period. know. Period. We'll never know. But uh, but yeah, that's the Calvin Ridley thing we wanted to touch on real fast. Now we're getting into the meat and potatoes of this whole thing. I mean, we started off with the big bang with Kane. Obviously, that was something that we really needed to address. And again, we stand with Kane Velasquez and that whole situation. But this affects Big Mike. Personally, because I'm going to have to hear him cry this season if if it goes awry, if it goes bad. Well, so so the big trade, the big trade that none of us saw coming. None. No. Fuck no. I didn't. Mm-mm. No. And, and supposedly, from what I've read and what I've said, what I've seen and all this stuff and heard, is that the Broncos and the Seahawks have been in talk for weeks. How, that They have the most tight lip. They didn't tell nobody. Weeks. Said two to three weeks minimum that they've been in talks with this. Damn. Which is crazy because two to three weeks ago, the Redskins, mm-hmm. or Commanders, sorry, sorry Commanders, commanders uh, football team, actually came to Seattle and offered three first-round picks for Russell Wilson. Oh, shit. But Seattle turned them down for one reason and one reason only. What's that? They didn't want to have to play <clears throat> Russ as often. And right. the, the, the commanders are in the NFC, uh, and so they see Seattle more often. Gotcha. In the AFC, yeah. your chance of seeing an AFC opponent is like once every five years or something like and, that. And, or the, the, the Super Bowl. Yeah, and yeah. so the thing is, they figured if they traded him to the commanders, they would have to see him more often. Yeah. And the thing is, they trade him to an AFC team, mm-hmm. they may not have to see him at all before he retires. That's true. That's crazy. And you know what's crazy is how tight-lipped those front offices were. Oh, and everybody, Because Adam Schefter's got fucking cameras in every single fucking meeting room. He yeah, got microphones, I mean, at least. I mean, that shit. he got to have something going on. Michael Rappaport? Is it my, is, no, it's Ian Rappaport. Yeah. Michael Rappaport's that fucking obnoxious comedian. Yeah. Thinks he's funny. Um, so the, the deal is uh, Russell Wilson is going to be traded. We're not yes. going to be. Fuck it. What? They passed his physical. The biggest thing was he had to pass his physical and he had to sign the no trade clause. Yeah. And he did both. He did both of those. Can they, because is it, I can't remember the date they said they they can officially announce. It's official. Um, March 16th is when it becomes official. Okay. When they can claim it's official. Yeah. Call it. Yeah. So, um, what Denver, um, uh, traded off. Traded off. I was going to say. Gave up. Yeah, so the full package was Russell Wilson and a fourth rounder came to Denver. That's it. That's wild. Two first round picks. Fuck. Which is this year and next year. Two second round picks. Which is this year and next year. And a fifth round pick were the picks that Denver is sending to Seattle. Jesus Christ, dude. On top of that, backup quarterback Drew Locke 
Which, whatever. Yeah. Defensive tackle Shelby Harris, who is decent. decent. But this one is what pisses me off. Noah Fant, who is a young tight end, Mm -hmm. top 10 tight end in the league, gets sent. So you're telling me your set, because that fifth rounder I'm going to count as who cares? Yeah. And we're getting uh, a fourth rounder for them. So just it, it washes. It, yeah. That's a wash. So you're telling me you're giving up four, four potential starters. Yeah. First and second rounders are usually starters or serviceable backups. And a top. Starter. And a top tight end. Starter. Your starting tight end. And the lineman. Shelby Harris was a starting D tackle for us. Yeah. So six. Potential players, yeah. Potential starters. Drew Locks, whatever. Like He's good enough to be a backup. I yeah, mean, he's, he's a serviceable player. He's, he's a filler, he's a filler yeah. Um, to get Russell Wilson. Who, Who's aging. Who, I looked, he is. he's five years younger than Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. So, when you think about it, say five to eight good years is what we'll get out of him. But still, like, that's like if, Maybe. You, if you wanted a Super Bowl now, like they did with Peyton. Well, and my thing is, think about it. So last year, Broncos were seven and ten mm-hmm. with Teddy Bridgewater, Bridgewater slash Drew Lock. Yeah. Bridgewater was hurt a little bit. So you guys have potential. So, well, yeah, because we have Jerry Judy, mm-hmm. we have Javante Williams, who was a rookie running back last year, who's blowing up. Yeah, but uh, we have Tim Patrick. But my thing is, think about it this way. So we're seven and ten. Russell Wilson comes in. We have Hatchet, who comes over from. Green Bay to be our head coach. He was the offensive coordinator for Aaron Rodgers MVP season last year. Okay. So our offense is cool. Your defense. What the fuck about the defense? You got rid of Von Miller who went and got a chip. Yeah. We got Shelby Harris is gone. Like, what the fuck we got? Who we got? We got Patrick Sertain. Okay. Yeah, Sertain is a cool. monster. Cool. We got Justin Simmons as a safety. Cool. So that's two guys. And then we got, who's our edge rusher? I don't know. That's your team. Fuck. No, so so we have one edge rusher. Yeah. But it's he's not living up to the hype. Yeah. You guys are gonna have to hit that draft hard of what draft picks you have left. Third round? No, yeah. <laughs> Damn, son. You have to third, fourth, six, seven. That's what we got. Pull off some trades. Um. Well, free agency's coming too, and we'll have some money. Yeah. Well, yeah. But my thing is. I made this joke to someone the other day, like yesterday or something. Like, what, what do we we traded all this to make it to the playoffs? We're, we're just what are we going to turn into the Packers of the AFC? We just get like we play for the playoffs and then playoffs. We don't have a team that's going to get us to the Super Bowl. Playoffs, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, with that team, and think about that division now, bro. Oh yeah, the Chargers. Think the about Raiders, that. That division is stacked. That whole division is going to be a cutthroat as and shit. And you guys have been the bottom of the division the last couple of years, huh? Yeah, because we don't have quarterbacks. But think about it. Like, four teams in that division all have great starting defense. quarterbacks. And great defenses. Yeah, like, like, what is going to happen in that division? Like, all four of them need to go to the fucking playoffs? Like, that can't happen. No. That's crazy. Like, unless all of a sudden the playoff format goes to... That top whatever. Last season, the Chiefs automatically they were obviously in the playoffs. 
and then the Raiders and Chargers that last game, if they were fucking tied, they both would have been in the playoffs. And I think they, I think that would have been the first time in the history of the NFL that three out of four teams in one division has been. Yeah, I was saying, I think statistically, I think three is the most, and it's like, like you said, it's it's unheard of. Like happened once, maybe. And so, it's gonna that division is gonna be <clears throat> tough, tough and, to win. And your defense, it's gonna be fucked if if, if you guys don't. Yeah, if, I mean, if they don't. You got think Josh Jacobs hey, I mean, running on you guys. I mean, hey, Bobby Wagner got released. Eckler. Imagine. Eckler. That'd be nuts, but I. Imagine Bobby Wagner coming down to anchor that fucking defense. That would be that would be cool. He'd fill in for Vaughn, but um, but it, he's a Mike, isn't he? Yeah, he's in the middle line. He, that's what I'm saying. He would anchor that fucking. They're talking about for the Cowboys potentially, possibly or possibly, I don't know. But I know the Cowboys are getting rid of Amari Cooper. We're talking about trading off Layout Collins, who's our fucking Pro Bowl. He's been like, I, I think he's made the, the Pro Bowl every season he's been with us. He's one of the greatest fucking linemen that we have, the offensive linemen and shit. And he, he's our, he's not our, he's not our, he's not our blind side. That's, um, oh my God, Tyron Smith. Um, but yeah, just, I know, we're getting rid of Amari Cooper. Like, like, we're in, it's like we're in rebuild mode, but what are we fucking rebuilding? We haven't had a good team to, you know, that's gone in a slump to rebuild. Yeah, so. and that's the thing is everybody's looking at Seattle, and Pete Carroll said he doesn't want to rebuild. You just dropped, got a, you just gave away your fucking, so, or not gave away, you got bought. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, so I don't know what pick. Who's So who's the quarterback going to be for for Seattle now? They're going to have to. Oh, it's going to be Deshaun Watson. Yeah, so... Deshaun Watson, mark my words, or our words. Deshaun Watson's going to be the Seattle Seahawks' new quarterback. So this, so I'm looking at an updated mock draft since the trades have all happened. Mm -hmm. I'm going to see who they take with our pick. Malik Willis, the Liberty quarterback who's supposed to be... Um, like this big deal mm -hmm. is so what they're saying is they take him at nine because that's the pick they got from us. Yeah, take him at nine. The Seahawks. Yeah, have Drew Locke start the season, and by week four or five, Malik Willis takes over. I think they're, I think they're going to get Deshaun as long as everything goes okay today with his um with the grand jury. Mind you, people, Deshaun Watson, the grand jury's looking at all the evidence, seeing if they're going to indict him or not. As he's in litigation, or not litigation, in depot for uh, the civil aspect of these uh, potential cases or whatnot. So, but if he's cleared, I'm. I know the pan the Panthers are interested in Deshaun Watson as quarterback, but the Seahawks, um, the C the Seahawks say every the Seahawks expected to land quarterback by people around the league. Oh, listen to this one hour ago. Deshaun Watson invokes Fifth Amendment in sexual misconduct depositions today. Well, I mean, kind of figured that much. So, I, I understand, like, we all have the right to invoke the Fifth, right? Mm hmm But you know, from a public perspective, what invoking the Fifth does. I don't, well, I think, it, I think that's changed over the years. It used to, like, automatically be looked at as guilt. But now it's more like, I, with, with, People starting to know their rights more. I think people are starting to look at it more how I look at it. Like he's just, you know, uh, uh, practicing his rights. 
Yeah, but when most people that invoke the fifth means that you're not wanting to spill something that could potentially get you in trouble. Yeah, but, well, you might say something that it, it, you might not have done anything, but you could say the wrong thing that makes it look like you did something bad too. And mind you, this is deposition for the civil case for the money. Yes, it's I'm not saying. the criminal. So, fuck it. I'm and well, and, and and that's the thing too. Like, you're supposed to find evidence to convict me. I'm not going to fucking help you try to convict me. Oh, 100%. I'm, I'm, I'm shutting the fuck up. Do your job. Whether I'm guilty or innocent, do your fucking job. You know? Because there's people that are innocent that don't plead the fifth, and they say something gets misconstrued, and they get fucking prosecuted all day long. You know, people have been killed on... Well, rhetorical question. How many people have been killed on death row and then find out years later that, oh my God, they were innocent this whole time. They're on death row for 19 years. Stay staying true to the word that they were innocent and then we executed them and a year later oops we fucked up yeah you know or people that have been in jail for 30 or 70 years that they they finally get found out they're innocent and get released and in some states like i think indiana they don't their their law is they don't get compensated other states they get paid like a million dollars per year they were they were in you know imprisoned nope there's like hell of states i mean it's like almost half the states i think Maybe that that they don't compensate you for that shit. It's we fucked up. Sorry, bye. Like, oh, you know, like, right? Like, imagine going to jail for thirty years. Fuck, dude. And like, yeah, you come out with a you have a clean record, like your record is gone. Yeah, but you have no job skills. You don't know the internet. You don't even know these fucking new cars. That's you what I'm know saying, what I'm saying? Bro, you get into a, imagine getting into a car. 30, oh, bro, yeah. Like our push to starts. Yeah. Motherfucker, they ain't, they ain't starting to push the start. No, not without being told how. But no. Getting out and looking like, I, dude, I've gone, I went to jail four months, and I got out in the small town that we live in, and at the time, nothing had changed, and it looked like things had been built that weren't that weren't there when I went in. Like, I can only fucking imagine, bro. 30 fucking years. 30 years, and you get out to zero, you just get a, oh, we fucked up. Not even sorry. We fucked up. That's it. That's fucking it, dude. That's a, like, to me, like, to me, that should be, like, I understand that, especially especially 30 years ago, our justice system was even worse than it is yeah. now, because there's bad. less, it's still bad, but there was less DNA. spotlight on it. Yeah. Now there's a lot of spotlight oh, yeah. on, like, making sure things are done right. Yeah. And shit still happens because it's fucked. Yeah. But at least now, there's eyes on it. Back then, it was like... If me and you were sheriffs in town and we didn't like someone... I could lynch him. We could easily be like, oh, this this chick got robbed and stabbed? It was him. It was him. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking... It's and we sad. could come up with some bullshit-ass evidence and yep. it would fly. Yep. <laughs> it's sad, dude. It, it was fucking sad. But yeah, And dude. so my thing is, like, there has to be... Because literally, you just wasted his life. 30 years. He, like, his mom and dad died. He didn't even get to see them or, or hold his mom's hand on her deathbed kind of thing, you know? That's what his, I'm saying. His you, kids might have passed away. He never got a chance to have kids. Like, literally, 30 years. Even if you're rested at 18, your life's gone. Yeah. You're almost... I understand, like, at 50, your life's not over. But it is when you've been institutionalized the whole time. If you've been in prison for 30 years... That's all you know. You have no retirement. You're almost barbaric. With yeah. all the shit you've seen. Like, you have no retirement, mm-hmm. no savings account, no checking account. You mm-hmm. don't know how to use a fucking debit card. Or cell phone. Like. You don't know about anything about a cell phone, probably. So you just 
kick this person. Your life's over. Yep. Like the, I'm going to tell you right now, no matter how good of a person that person was when they went to prison, they're probably ending up back. In They've seen some shit. But you know what I've seen? Even these people that don't get any conversation, they come out and they're just happy to be free. Oh, that's, yeah, that's 100%. All that's all they have to look forward to, you know? And, and that's a big deal. That's a huge... They, they thought they were going to die behind bars and shit. So they're like, fuck the money. I'll, I'll take what I get. I'll, you know? A lot of people, are, they're okay with living under a fucking bridge. That's what I'm saying. They're going to end up, like, homeless. And not... And not or if gonna, they don't have a support system. Or they're going to have to live off the taxpayers. Yeah. Which is not their fault. Yeah, I mean, either way, if, say, the state had to pay them... $20 million. Mm-hmm. That's still coming out of taxpayers' You're pocket. Right. Yeah, absolutely. But at least... And but, I'm not saying they deserve $20 million. I, I, If you're wrongfully accused and you do, say, 15 years, I think a million for each year is fitting. Yeah, well, but what I'm saying You couldn't like, give me a million dollars to go do a year in prison. If someone said, I'd do a year in prison and there's a million dollars tax-free when you get out, would you? Oh, that's hard. No, I wouldn't. Fuck no, I wouldn't. I might. I'd be, I'd get, we've got kids, man. Fuck that. Fuck that! A year, and then you're—you don't even know if you're gonna come home. You don't know what you're gonna what you're gonna run across in prison. Take all PC up real fast. I I couldn't. I'd go insane, bro. Kick it in there for a year. Fuck! Fuck all that noise. No, it would be tough. A million dollars isn't what it was back in you know. No, yeah, but but tax free. Yeah, no. So I'm just saying, like, and then you gotta think, like, they give that dude twenty million. You got like. Somebody's got to help him understand, like... The concept of everything. Well, I'm just saying, like, it's like giving these 18-year-old kids from that came from nothing $20 million. Like athletes, rappers. Yeah. Mr. Beast, the only one that fucking doesn't... You have to, like... You would have to get like teach them yeah. money management skills. Yeah. Literacy, yeah. Because in prison, money management is... It's cigarettes. Trading fucking packs of ramen and coffee, mm-hmm. like you know what I mean. Trading your ass on the on the open market. It's facts, bro. Like, and that's <laughs> I'm not saying anything bad about like the people that hustle in prison. No, I'm just saying not like, at all. Thirty years of dealing with prison politics. Yeah. To come out. And if you're and if you're sentenced to something where you've done thirty years, that means you're sentenced for a heinous crime. Usually, that means you're on a level four yard, level five yard with killers. So, you've seen some shit that's changed. Probably got a face tattoo by now. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. You, you've probably been branded by one of the Aryans. No, it's... You've seen some shit that has changed you. You'll never trust... It. When you'll never trust the our system again. Oh, hell no. There's no fucking way. But, again, we can't... Or not again, I can say again because I didn't say it in the first place. We can't speak for these people. A lot of them come out and they're just happy to fucking have another chance to breathe air outside of a fucking penitentiary wall or fence, you know? So but, Yeah, that all stemmed from the Fifth Amendment thing. Yeah, from the Deshaun Watson thing. So, I mean, and that's the thing is, suppose, so not supposedly, they're doing his depositions and stuff today. We may know more by the end of the day what happened in the, the not it, the civil one, obviously. The grand jury. The, the grand criminal. jury for the criminal side. We're not going to know it before we're done recording today, though. Um, no, and so... Everything's pointing to if charges, because charges have not officially been filed in the um, criminal side. Yeah, the criminal side. If charges come out, he will be put on the, is what everybody's saying, he'll be put on the commissioner's exempt list, which means he'll be done for the season. Yeah, and possibly the rest of his life. (laughs) Yeah, depending on how the legal proceedings go. But, Mm. I mean, last year he didn't play at all, but still made $10.5 million. Sitting at home. 
because he wasn't put on the exempt list. He was just they did were, not play. They were paying him to pay these women. <laughs> and well, and that's the thing is if he's pleading the fifth, maybe you know I'm not saying he's guilty because I don't. I literally don't know any of the. Like, yeah, we have, we haven't looked into it like that. And there's some things even if I did a ton of research, like I don't have access to. Yet. No, and the media lies. And so I don't know if he's guilty, but I don't know if maybe pleading the fifth is just his way of. We're just going to end up paying it. Mm-hmm. Which, personally, I think if you were just going to pay it, you should have just already paid it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know why. If you would have paid it, you would never got to the point it is. Yeah. Like, it might have on the criminal side, because they still might have gone after him criminally. Well, no, no, that was the thing. The the attorney, that little fuck, the ambulance chasing attorney, that's, he sought out women. So this is going to come to light that this, that's what I do know, is that he was, like, almost put a fucking a classified ad out. Oh, kind of like women. a... If you've ever been around asbestos type thing. Yeah. You know, the vaginal net and shit called this number. But, um, so I think a lot of that's going to come to light about how it's, he's kind of enticing people to come forward. So, but, but they said that if he would have just paid and settled it, that there would have been like an NDA signed and they wouldn't have gone criminal. So who knows though, because obviously Jerry Jones thought the same thing 25 years later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, allegedly. Allegedly, this is all allegedly with Jerry Jones as well. I don't know if he did knock up a fucking ticket taker at a <laughs> in Little Rock, Arkansas fucking air, airport. But... Be, I mean, if it comes out, it'll be it'll be wild. <laughs> if it fucking Jerry Jones out here just macking, what's gonna happen? Twenty five years later, when he's passed, like when he was eighty. <laughs> oh god, that wouldn't honestly wouldn't surprise me. No, not at all. He's a cowboy, baby. So, um, just, I was looking at this mock draft while we were talking. Um, it has you guys at 24 taking Traylon Burks from, from Arkansas. Fuck. Wide receiver. Oh, shit. Um, that's who they think you guys will take. I'm trying to see his 40 real fast. I hate the combine shit because none of that shit matters, dude. 455. Five, so. It's average. None of that shit matters, though. Oh, no, dude. Once you put pads on, there's guys like... Yeah, you can't measure heart. He has a 33-inch vertical and about just over a 10-foot uh, broad jump. Nice. 6'2". He's 6'2". 225. Dang, big boy. For, like, a wide receiver? Mm-hmm. That's like Amari Cooper. Man, that's probably why they drafted him. Right. Because Amari Cooper. Probably why we're getting rid of Amari. Too much money. Yeah, because I mean, think about it. Twenty million for Amari, or you got a rookie on a rookie contract. That is shit. That's what we got the best out of Dak and Zeke their rookie years, and you know. But yeah, I don't know. So, um, and then yeah, when we we talked about it earlier, uh, Aaron Rodgers did sign a two four year two hundred million dollar extension, which makes him the highest paid player in NFL history at fifty million dollars a year. Which will be broke next season by the next big name for insert name here. Um, so it's a hundred and fifty three million guaranteed, which they did this mainly for salary cap because it gives them approximately twenty one million extra in salary cap this year. Yeah. Um Rogers obviously considered retirement or going being traded to another team. Um Denver Broncos were one of the teams that uh, were in talks. And it's funny because 
the Broncos came out and publicly said that they had been talking to the Steel or the Seahawks mm-hmm. for a few weeks because and some analysts are saying it's because they want Russell to think of himself as the first option over Aaron Rodgers and not the plan B after Aaron Rodgers signed the contract. That's dope though. So some people are like, have they been talking that long or is it just their PR department? Yeah. yeah I don't know. Because the decision to trade first um, Russell was announced after the Aaron Rodgers signing yeah. his contract. So I'm sure they can prove it to him if he has any questions. But I mean, really, is he going to give a fuck? No. She wants to fucking He bag. just wanted out of that situation. I didn't realize the the Eagles had back to back picks oh. in the first round and they're not even their picks. They were traded. They have three first round picks. Who they traded from us, weren't they? Uh they have one from the Dolphins and one from the Colts. Oh cool. That's gotcha. fifteen and sixteen. So hey, Devontae did buy a twelve million dollar mansion in Vegas. So maybe after the season he heads out west. He could. Um, I also saw a thing that said, will Tom Brady be a 49er this year? I've seen that too. Him coming out of retirement, playing one year for his dream team, just like how Marshawn yeah. came back and played for the Raiders, knowing that they probably weren't going to do anything, but childhood dream, you know, off the bucket list. Yeah. So. How mad would you be as Jimmy G? <laughs> he just ruins my life. Can't do anything like the big brother is always taking your shit. Yeah, and you know what? He might not even want to do it as a fucking bucket listing. You might want to do it. Just, oh, gotta get one more dig at Garoppolo before I go. Facts. Yeah. So that'd be uh, weird to see. It would be fucking. That'd be fucked. And we've been talking about him being on his bullshit ever since he left uh, New, New England. England. That would just be one more. Hey, just to remind everybody. Football fans and inner league, like, hey, I do I'm on that motherfucker. Yeah, I do whatever the fuck I want, whenever the. Fuck it was I never Belichick. It was me. <laughs> I'm that guy. <laughs> That'd be a dick move, so bad, bro. Honestly, at that point, I'd be like, man, I might just go down and watch a game. You know, right? Like, just to be able to say, hey, I watched Tom Brady in person. And if I'm Jimmy G, I might just retire. <laughs> like, fuck it, I'm done. I heard that he, uh, Jimmy G, wasn't even going to be back as the the Niners. He, he's not supposed to be um, quarterback anyway. Um, I mean, hey, maybe, he's mediocre at best. Maybe he goes to Seattle. Yeah, I mean, he could. And then all of a sudden, Brady would follow. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so, but I mean, they have to trade him because he's still um, he's still under contract for another year, I believe. Yeah. Uh, $25 million is the cap hit for him. That's wild. Yeah, so honestly, if a team trades for him, it's going to be one of those things where... The Niners are going to have to help pay part of it. What are you talking about? They trade for Garoppolo? Because the Niners would have to trade him off. Yeah. And so they... They can't release him? They could, but they would still be hit with his... Cap. The cap, yeah. And nobody... And it's like uh, Tannehill did that. Mm -hmm. Where, like, there was three teams paying for him because he was, like, traded, like, twice in the same... And... We were talking about... Yeah, it was... uh, No, Cam. Cam Newton. Remember that he was being paid for uh, a contract... For being paid for that contract, for the contract, for the we had discussed it in uh, a previous. Oh episode. yeah, my, yeah. Cam. Cam Newton was getting paid by the Panthers, and he had gone to New England, so they were paying him still while New England was paying him, and New England got rid of him back to the Panthers. 
and he was paying to be the backup or so it was a yeah. it, it was a backup to backup to back something I, I don't remember which episode it was we I mean we this is our 30th episode but it was one of the episodes where we had broke that down and it was like fucking crazy yeah and so um if that happens then Garoppolo I I think honestly the only way to trade him would be to eat some of it for the Niners but I don't know if they want to eat Hey, some of it. Brady just comes in and pays it. <laughs> just say, hey, I'll cover it. <laughs> Get him the fuck out of here. Pay his, his, uh, his bar tab. His buyout. <laughs> pay his bar tab. I got hey, it. I got you. Just go. Dude, how mad would you be if you were Jimmy G? Yeah, right. He'd be like, eh, back to fucking porn stars. Right? Fuck, man. He just, bye. Yeah. I mean, because he honestly, think about it. He's a high-paid fucking quarterback. He'll go somewhere. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, he was high-paid under under Brady in New England, and then he took the reins over in starting. He made starting money, and if he goes, he's, he's got fucking money, and he can always fall back and be a model of fallout spells. Fucking pretty boy. Yeah. And what do you think about it? Like, if we... Hey, Kaepernick's still working out. What if he comes back to the Niners? <laughs> said nobody ever. Oh, man. <laughs> I've said it multiple times. After, after he made that documentary calling... The NFL slave trading. Yeah, after he came out with to the the tryout or whatever the the workout, and he had those socks with pig the cop pig socks. I was like, yeah, he's probably not getting another shot. Yeah, and I was like, all right, like whatever, like you're doing dumb stuff like that. And then he he set up that tryout. That's what he did and all that stuff. Well, they, yeah, there was reason for that though. They were fucking him over on that. But yes, and then he. His do- I haven't watched the documentary. I did. It's 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 not a documentary. It's it's a, a movie. Like there's it's actor playing him like as a kid, a teenager. Oh, so, I didn't realize that. But yeah, it's actually it actually was. I liked it, but I didn't. The slave trading thing was like wow. And it's like, yeah, like and we understand like the combine, and who's I watched somebody say it the other day. It's like a veteran <laughs> player. He said. Um, Oh, it actually might have been Jordan Palmer. Never mind. Uh, Carson Palmer's younger brother, yeah. for those of you who don't know. Didn't play very long in the NFL, but an amazing quarterback coach. Like He worked oh, with yeah. some of the... Yeah. He he's, worked he's with Joe the, Burrow. He's the guru. Um, because sometimes you can't do, you coach. Yeah. And that's Jordan Palmer's... Like I said, he's worked with Andrew Luck. He's worked with all of the Joe audience. Burrow. Like all these big up-and-coming guys. Um, he said, for a lot of you guys... Um, the combine's going to be crazy and all this stuff. He's like, just don't think the combine's the end-all, be-all of your yeah. career. Like, go enjoy it for what it is, but understand that, like, there's a lot of scrutiny that goes into what goes on at the combine. And that's the thing is, really, the combine, I, I honestly, I think of the combine, like, uh, MEPs for the military. Yeah. Like, they try to find any reason. They try to find any reason not to draft, to you. Not draft you. Yeah. They want to be like, oh, he had this injury we didn't know about? Mm, maybe we shouldn't touch him. Like, yeah. type of thing. And that's just that's just what it is to me. Because to me, it's like, all those guys that are invited to the Combine are getting drafted. Yeah. Yeah, if you're invited, yeah. You're, you're a prospect. Some just higher than others, too. Yeah. So that, that, um, that Kaepernick thing is funny because... Well, he was playing ba- baseball or basketball. He played baseball, basketball, football in, in school, in high school, and he was living in the Bay Area. And um, so, like, mind you, it was it was scripted. It was a, sh- a show. It was a series, right? But it was based off his shit. Yeah. So 
they're showing like, oh, he went to a hotel with his white team, and the first time he had really seen black kids his age, because he grew up in a white community, and he was like checking out their swag and shit and started talking to them. And every hotel he went to, like he went, like they had this big thing out with cookies in the lobby because you could take them. And there's hella high school kids with the coaches and stuff from different schools, right? And like he grabbed a cookie, and this white manager for the hotel, white lady, like was a Karen. I was like, put that back. You're even, you're, are you even saying here? And it was showing the racism that he had to deal with. And then he looked over and a white kid's taking it, and the lady's telling me you can have more kind of thing, you know? Just shit like that to show you. And there was one where this lady flipped out and was really racist. But each city, they, each town they went to, it, it showed, like, when they showed the, the lobby, on the bottom of the screen, it was text. Like, this is, um, like, uh, let's Santa Rosa, California. The one with the racist, racist one, the text on the bottom, guess where it's at? Redding? Red Bluff, California. It said Red Bluff, California. Oh, he was up here for the Winter Classic. Oh, that's funny. I didn't even know. Yeah, so he had come up here for the Winter Classic. Nobody obviously really knew that. There was other people like Reggie Bush had come up here for the Winter Classic. I knew Reggie Bush and Alex Smith had been up here too. Yeah, there was there's a few big name, not just, you know, NFL players, NBA players, and a few players. Because for people that don't know this area or what it's about, the the high school up here hosts the Winter Classic. And they get. from like San Diego. Yeah, and Oregon too, right? Yeah. Or is it just California? No, uh, we've had Oregon people like uh, the. Oh, fuck. I can't remember their name right now. They're, uh, yeah. They came down from... They played in Medford, Oregon. But so now they, they played in the NBA. I don't know if they still do. Well, yeah. So you can be a host family here and host some of the kids that come up here or down here or whatever. But this area we live in, the high school puts on a big tournament. And what do you think? There's probably like 12 teams yeah, or more. It's like 12 teams. Oh, uh, Singler. Kyle Singler... Um, and he had uh, a cousin or a brother. They EJ Singler, yeah, that was the other one. Uh, Kyle played in the NBA. He was drafted in the second round to. Um, oh, I can't remember who he was drafted to. Oh, Detroit. Um, he played in the NBA from 2011 to 2019. Yeah. Um, That's a pretty good career. He played for the Thunder, played for the Detroit. But he was more of a, like a, a bench. Yeah, he was more of a role guy. Um, 2013. So he, oh. And but this this tournament we're talking about is a basketball tournament. Yeah. It's a it's a week, a weekend? It's a whole week. Literally. Oh, it's a whole week. Okay. Yeah. So we get a lot of out-of-towners. We live in a smaller town up here. But I was talking about the, the docuseries about uh, Ka- Kaepernick. It showed that he was at, and it showed this, like, Hilton Hotel. It was like... Like, we don't even have that hotel here. And obviously, they didn't film this in Red Bluff, so it was like a generic hotel they used. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, Red Bluff's small enough to where I know all the lobbies of hotels and stuff, and we didn't have that brand of hotel here. But it was like, Red Bluff, California. Boom! Racist as fuck. Like, some big racist shit happened. I was like, ouch. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, so some stars have been, future stars have been up here, and I'm sure there's some that were up here this last winter classic that might make a, a, a league, you know, NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL, who fucking knows? Yeah. But yeah, I think, uh, how long have we been on? Um, we are at an hour and 47. Probably about that time, or do you have more you want to discuss? Uh, I've covered everything that was on my list. I've got a couple throwaways that aren't worth the shit, to be honest, some fillers. 
All right, so that would be the end of episode 30. Episode 30. The Big and Bliss podcast. We appreciate everybody that stuck around for 30 episodes and any of the new ones showing up. Yes, please comment, like, share, subscribe, all that. But share, 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 and comment. Uh, we're hoping to get at least you know up to 1,000 subscribers on YouTube sooner than later so we can go live and uh, you know stuff like that. So we got a lot, we got other plans. We're going to do some live things. Um when we get that opportunity. So please share. And even if you're not going to listen or tell friends, even if they're not into sports, just, just share, you know, do you know what I mean? So they can subscribe. So, but that's how I feel about it. All right. Much love. Peace. Peace.